if you don't know her name by now, well, I don't know what I have to do with you. Maybe slap you over the head a little bit because her name is Dr. Sabrina Starling. She's the business psychologist and the author of How to Hire the Best. She's actually my personal business psychologist and I kind of coerced her into doing a little special thing just for you. She's doing an in-demand class. It's called the Master Class, How to Quickly Double Your Profit with Top Performing Employees. That's right, How to Double Your Profit with Top Performing Employees. You want to know how to do that? It's real simple. Just send a text to Dr. Sabrina Starling. Send uh, the word employees to 44222. That's employees to 44222, and you will have access to Dr. Sabrina's Master Class. She's a real mover and shaker. Oh, you love that. Oh, come on. That's right. You happen to press play, and this is the Profit First Podcast. Episode 138. Oh, forget it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, Barry. Come on, Robert. Come on. I don't hear Robert. All right. Christina, where? There's Christina. We forgot to tell our guest that he has to grunt along with us. I know he's been. You know he listened to the press. He came into the studio early and listened to the last episode. Yeah. So I think he intentionally backed up. <laughs> That's right. Welcome to the show, everybody. My name is Chris Curran. I'm the founder of Fractal Recording and Pause Your Life. And I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, Revised and Expanded Edition. It's in your local store, bookstore. It's in Amazon. It's everywhere right now. Get a copy. And even if you had the old copy, get a new one. It is a totally new book. I'm the author of some other books, too, The Pumpkin Plan, Surge, and Toy Paper Entrepreneur. And you uh, are listening to the Profit First Podcast. This is our little special show where we help entrepreneurs just like you grow profits. And hopefully have a few laughs along the way. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We could be called the Knucklehead Brothers or Profit First Podcast, whatever you prefer to call us. Don't! And ProfitFirstPodcast.com is our website. That's right. Go there. All our previous episodes. You can binge listen. You can also find us anywhere you hear podcasts in iTunes and Stitcher and TuneIn Radio. Definitely subscribe and you can even rate and review us. Although they're saying now, well, it's been known for a long time that ratings and reviews are good, but they're not the ultimate uh, in getting your podcast heard, by the way, Mike. And I probably shouldn't have said that oh, on really? the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, terrific. Well, nothing <laughs> okay. That's right. Well, profit is what we're talking about. Revenue might be a soda pop, but profit is the only way to the top. Oh, finally! Finally! Six months of missing it. Oh my God. I was waiting for you to whiff again, but dude, you nailed it over the fence. Finally. 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 You know, like when those those athletes go into those dry spells, you think they're all washed up, and then all of a sudden, Jordan from from court. He's black! Oh. Dude, what have you been up to, my brother? Well, I just had, I know it's probably February that this is airing, but uh, we're recording it a little earlier. And uh, <laughs> Martin Luther King Day. This today. is March, actually. This one. Yeah. Oh, this one's oh, in this March. One's in oh, March. my God. First one in March. Yep. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> well, then what I've been up to doesn't really make sense, but I'll say it anyway, because it is interesting. At the end of yeah. last year, I ha- I was thinking about, because I had a pretty good year, and I was thinking about, well, what expenses do I have that I could just pay before the end of the year, right? So it could be a write-off. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. at the very last day, I realized that all my domain names, I can renew my domain names. Oh. And then pay that money, that's and that's a write-off, and then I can renew. I renewed most of them for three years, at least. So that was a oh, pretty that's good- smart. Yeah. 
How many domains do you own? Oh, I don't know. Probably like one. No, <laughs> seventy or eighty you or maybe a hundred. Oh my oh gosh, my dude! <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, it's not. If I went through them all with you, you'd be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I mean, look, fractalrecording.com is my main website for my podcast production business. Yeah. But I also yeah. have .net.org, and and then I have. You know what I mean? Fractalstudio.com. Oh, you have the different variation of each yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. It adds up. So uh, this is not my personal update, but now it's going to be, because I'm now going to play off the domain thing. I <laughs> bought the domain Fat Daddy Fat Daddy. <laughs> and for April Fool's Day, I'm setting it up. I'm going to set my own rapper site. And April Fool's Day, I'm redirecting Mike McCallowitz to Fat Daddy Fat Daddy. You better follow through on that. <laughs> I know. I'm, yeah, exactly. And right, yeah, I got to be pushing hard now, because it's from this recording day, it's going to be not even like three weeks later, so. I had a website at some point when I was like... You had a website? Into, I had one. I took it down because I, I didn't want to keep paying when I was still trying to figure it out. But, you know, every artist or every singer should have a web page that people can refer you oh, to cool. for your resume and your past experience. And did you have like videos of you singing? Um, that was the problem. I didn't have enough content up there yet. I have a couple uh, of things, but I had a lot of pictures. <laughs> okay. Yeah. A lot of pictures. of my you my dog. Nice. Ah. Ah. Christina, what have you been up to? You know, just living life, singing, living with the boyfriend, cooking all the time now. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm domesticated. Do you ever bring yeah, food we're to talking. the office for Mike? Uh, no, because Alex eats a lot. Does he? he eats a lot. <laughs> He's a bit. weightlifter, so you know, if even if I make like three pounds of beef, it's gone in like. He three can days. bench like seven thousand pounds. Oh. <laughs> Like he's one of those guys. He's like you know you ever see those those TV shows like it's on at midnight. You see some guy flipping tires from a tractor. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what Alex is. He's a deadlifter. He's actually looking to get into some competitions. Is he, he going to do like, the strongest man in the world? Yeah, like, pick up a car, like that. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Amazing. Amazing. He can twist um, the steering wheel. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. With his teeth. <laughs> Those guys are animals. <laughs> and they're always from like Yugoslavia and stuff. Like there's one American and then there's always like Eastern European guys. Yeah. That's really monsters. funny because he only follows like Russian yeah, workouts. Yeah. Laws. Laws. Laws Olberg. I bench pressed two buses today. <laughs> what did you do? I lift She's things up. I put them down. I lift things up. I put them down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was that from? That was a commercial or something. That was a commercial. Yeah. I think it was for Planet Fitness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so here's the dealio. We have other people that lift things up and put them down. They're called our sponsors. Oh. They lift up our hearts and then put us down. Because, oh. I don't know. They put us down gently nice. when they send us a check. Good save. Here's, a, here's the, the companies that we suggest you check out. They're fun-loving companies that have a good, well, good service offering. Fundera. Oh. Mm. <laughs> well, Barry's got a strong <laughs> death bomb. He's cut himself off. Uh, Fundbox. Oh, <laughs> he's he's like oh, he doesn't want to say it. Next, Steva Barry. Oh, yeah. Oh, Receipt Bank. Oh. Yeah. Uh, pause your life. That's a tongue twister right there. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a doozy. And then zero, Barry. It's a doozy. Oh, forget it. <laughs> oh, forget it. Yeah, all those companies are our sponsors and supporters, including Dr. Sabrina Starling. This is her last episode of supporting us, though. She's going to abandon us, just like any good business psychologist. Oh, man. She's going to leave us out. Now we're on our own. But those other companies, they're stalwarts. So we'll tell you more about them at the end of the show. 
Uh, and before we kick into it, do we have any shout outs? I have a shout nice. out. This actually comes to Josh from a Quick Talk podcast. And he actually had me laughing a little bit. He goes, okay, so I was under the impression that business podcasts who actually provide real value needed to be dry and boring. I now stand wrong and ashamed. As you should be, Josh. Um, this podcast is killer and fun and full of knowledge bombs. I'm serious, people. Bruh. The guests, the hosts, and the production quality, which is not easy and lots of work, is very high level. So shout out to us. Thank you to you, Josh. Josh. You are the man. Awesome, the dude. Man. And Barry here can can attest. Barry has listened to every other business podcast in existence. And Barry, how would you summarize oh. that? There's no activity, no giggle. No, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. Hey, uh, Barry, one more question for you. You know, Josh shared these kind words. I think we'd like to send him a gift. Can you suggest an item or two? Maybe perhaps a few things that we could send to Josh? Yes. Saws, a gift. hammers, mm-hmm. oh. nails, yes. monkeys, mm. pumas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beans, coffee, and biscuit. And a little piece of fat <laughs> That's right, Josh. So you may find some monkeys and pumas in the mail coming your way. Watch That's out. from us. That's from us here at the studio. Now, thanks for being a listener and thanks for uh, putting up with us. So here's the deal, yo. His name's Robert Hartline and uh, he got ripped off, Christina. How's that? $300,000 embezzled from his company. Oh. Have you read Money Stolen from You? Yes. Actually, I know you have. Oh. Yes. Actually, I know you have. I don't even know why. No. You were supposed to say no, um, but actually you have. Robert was selling cell phones from the trunk of his car, uh, and then he went into uh, building a chain of 33 wireless stores called Absolute Wireless, and that's when he got ripped off. And uh, he's about to share his story of what it feels like to get banged for $300,000 and then oh, recover your money. Robert, welcome to the Robert! show, brother. What is up? Yeah. It's good to hear your voice. No. It's good to hear your voice. So what happened, man? $300,000? How could anyone steal that much money without you even noticing? I know, right? You, you think that, uh, you think I'd be able to tell, you know, First things first, I mean, you, you kind of go through this phase where you're like, oh, my God, I'm just dumb. Yeah, oh, yeah, so, right. you know, and it's like, how could I be so so naive and stupid? But, you know, the story is just like, you know, I, I guess if you were to talk to victims of white-collar crime like this, I mean, it's all the same, you know. the, uh, You know, we, we hired uh, several years ago a uh, PEO to manage all of our HR and, and uh, all of our payroll uh, services, and and you know, at the time, you know, we were growing really fast, and I really, I'm, I'm a big proponent of outsourcing and 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 do what we're good at, and leave others to do the other things. And uh, hired this company, got us all set up. I mean, they literally handled everything when it came to HR and our payroll, and um, I was uh, dealing with our contact at the, uh, the, the payroll company and, um, super nice lady. I didn't have a lot of interactions with her. Um, but, uh, one interaction that I had struggled with since we had signed up is my access to the online portal to actually see all the reports. Okay. And, um, what would happen is I'm just like, just probably the average, uh, entrepreneur who's got a thousand things going, you know, you get hot and bothered on one topic and next thing you know, you get distracted and you're off, you know, chasing some other squirrel. Right. And, uh, every now and then every few months I would, uh, 
go to look for this payroll report and, and ask her for my access. And there was always a reason that uh, my login credentials didn't work. And I always shrugged it off and really never really thought much about it. And uh, it was one day I was, I was looking at our, uh, uh, I was looking at our cash flow and I was like, man, this is something just don't feel right. Mm. And, um, I got, um, I got my VP of sales. He has a, a login, a lot. I, I use his login. I go in to look at their, their system. And literally the first report I pulled was earnings by employee report. Okay. And I was just, I was honestly just curious, um, the, the look at the, I was just kind of going and looking at different reports in this first report. Um, um, had uh, these list of names and it had uh, their year-to-date pay and there was a gentleman that showed up on this report that made a hundred and six thousand dollars <laughs> who's well, Mike you know what I know people who make that kind of money in my right. organization I know them by name right. I know their birth date <laughs> I know their spouse but I didn't know who this person was oh, no right mm. and um, and I was like what and so then I took all of our you know our POS system um, is where we put all of our employee information, but yet we actually do payroll. We pull those reports out. We send it to the payroll people and they, and they, you know, pay everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I took all my data that I had, all my list of employees and I crashed it against their list. And I discovered five people over the course of three years who, um, been getting paid. Now I didn't even know who they were. Oh, oh my God. So you'd five oh. employee, five fictitious employees that were getting paid or, yeah, and um, wow, and you know, honestly, I look back at this whole thing, and had had the amount not been so high, I would probably still be with that payroll uh, company, and I would still be paying for fictitious oh. people. Uh, so, wow, um, wow. And, yeah, I, I mean, it, I, I, this happened back in, um, gosh, it happened back in, uh, I want to say. Um, Gosh, it seems so long ago. Maybe it was April. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It was back in uh, September uh, when this kind of went down. And you know the, you know the the things that go through your head, especially. And there's nothing worse than finding out information you can't fix because it's after business hours. You know, I'm Ugh. I'm stressing at ten o'clock oh, at night. Oh my god, that's losing sleep. Oh, that's yeah. the worst. Oh yeah, totally. And I'm I'm like freaking out and. You know, so your so your my pillow didn't help you rest better. <laughs> no, no. And the you know the very first thing I did was I emailed this uh, this payroll specialist, and my email was you know who is Josh Johns for instance I don't remember the guy's name I, I was just basically like who is this employee I don't know who the frick he is right mm -hmm. and her response was oh you know what sometimes. Uh, your payroll information get, get mixed up with another company's payroll information. Oh, geez. Oh, was, was her response. Yeah. And it wasn't until her response, and I, and I thought, wait a minute. Hold on. What are the chances that their technology is just that, that bad <laughs> right. that accidentally, you know, employees showed up in my, in my payroll report that didn't really exist? So, so, so what, what uh, happens next? Do you have to set up a sting? Like now you have it. Well, you're suspicious. What do you do next? Well, the, the very next thing I did is I, uh, I talked to my accountant's office the very next morning. I was waiting at their door and then, um, <laughs> I, marched right. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't going crazy. And I went right to the payroll company and walked in. I was like, 
I need to speak to the guy. You know, I need to speak to the man because we got we got an issue. And my first question was, is it possible that my payroll could be mixed with another person's? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see if before I started making accusations, if there was a, a system issue, right? Yeah. You know, you want to think the best in people, right? right? Sure, of course. And so uh, once I sat down with the with the guy, I mean, he knew instantly. I mean, he was literally with me maybe an hour before we were on the phone with the FBI. Wow. wow. So here's a question for you. How do you call the FBI? Like you don't dial nine one one. Are they like seven two two? My stomach is not just like this yeah. Who do you call yeah. when when this happens? Well, um, every every area, major metropolitan city has their own FBI um, division. Okay, and you know they're believe it or not, they have uh, a team of people that get these calls all day long. Hmm. And uh, we we did a we did a report and. Of course, in the meantime, this employee had came to the office, and I was there, and sure, she gave me the, "Oh, Robert, how are you doing? You know, there's this is a simple, this is a simple mistake. You know, we'll figure it out." And just right to my face, like, "Oh my like god!" It, you know, it, it was just, it was kind of surreal to be there. And um, now, was she the owner of the PEO? No, no, no. She, she was a. Uh, Basically, a payroll specialist. She was our liaison between all of our employees in in her comp- in in the company. Oh, so she worked for your company? No, no. She 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 worked for the payroll services. Okay, company. okay. She wasn't my employee. Gotcha. But she was our our liaison between anything HR related or payroll related. She's the person we sent our reports to. Oh my God! So how? And, what's that moment like? She comes to you like, "Hey, how you doing, Robert? Good to see you. How's the wife and kitties?" I mean, oh, you just you know, <laughs> I had my laptop set up. I'm like recording every conversation. Like, right. I mean, I'm I am i am like, because <laughs> you know, there's a there's a part of me. There's a lot of unknown. Because number one, I, I knew some of the gravity at, at at that moment. I knew of maybe a hundred and fifty thousand. Right. But I didn't know how big the problem was at that moment, because I didn't really have all the data to do all the research. But, you know, when I was, you know, in that scenario, I, I just, you know, I was on eggshells, obviously. And it, I, I will have to say the company uh, acted so fast. I mean, you know, you know, the lesson for me and part of this was, um, you know, it was, it was my fault for not, making sure that the reports that we actually got from payroll matched the reports that we submitted. And that was, you know, a big error on our part because what ended up happening was she was paying uh, fictitious employees through using those prepaid visa cards. Oh, that's how she got the money. Yeah, and so she would create these fake Social Security numbers and she would pay those visa cards. And, um, you know, honestly, she, ha- you know, had she not, you know, this is happens to all criminals. They get too greedy, right? Yeah, too greedy. Yeah. You know, you know, I'm in, I'm in retail and I don't have an awful lot of people that make more than a hundred thousand. She could have easily had, you know, 50 people that, uh, paid, you know, they got paid less than 50,000 and I probably would have never probably really discovered it. Oh my God. Yeah. 
Oh my God! Well, she deserved yeah. to be discovered. What, what, now, tell me about this situation, Robert. Now you know you've you've been screwed. You you have a strong suspicion, or you actually know who's doing it. But does the FBI come down that person that day, or do you got to be like nicey nice for a couple of weeks? How does this work? Well, you know, from the moment that I stepped into the payroll services company, um, it was. Believe it or not, a pleasure, a pleasurable experience because um, number one, they could have easily uh, shoved me out the door to you know, and then stopped all contact with me. Okay. And um, because they were trying to figure out, they could have done that, Mm -hmm. and uh, they didn't. They they were so forthcoming, and I mean, I literally. After they got off the phone with the FBI, they were calling their insurance company, and there was the very next phone call. Well, was that because the woman was the one, do, do uh, like was the company itself not aware of what this woman was doing? Oh, the yeah, the company had no idea what she was doing. It was news to them. I mean, it was traumatic to them. That I mean, the owner. I mean, they were just absolutely beside themselves. Uh, you know, I knew instantly that just watching their body language that, you know, they had no clue. And, and, you know, the, even the phone call with their insurance company, I mean, it was just, it was very well done. And, and, you know, the, uh, the second lesson that I got out of this as well is, you know, a lot of us entrepreneurs have these companies that we outsource our services through, whether it's HR or, you know, lots of different services. And, if they have an errors and admissions policy, that policy is going to bring my sanity back. And it did because I literally got my check and I was made whole within a week. Wow. wow. So, and what, what was making whole? What was the amount? Well, it came up to just, just around 270,000. And then there was, you know, th- this, it was a, an occurrence that happened over three years. So we had uh, interest on top of that money. Um, and so, you know, at, at the end of the day, it, it came out to right at 300000 So, So you got a check for 270000 plus interest, 300000 And uh, your business had sustained up to this point, even with this money being leached off you. It sounds like you found a new hack to profit first. <laughs> I know. See... I, I know I was going to bring this idea to the to the forefront because this, this, you should just get into this business. We still, I mean, just jump right in because you know you just need to have uh, create a, uh, a a nice scheme, yeah, <laughs> to steal your money for the future, right? For your, yeah, from yourself. Yeah, steal the money from yourself and then all of a sudden surprise yourself with a refund. Did the FBI? Um, what, what did they do with this person? Well, you know that was kind of interesting because. Um, they move very methodical, you know, they, they're dealing with these cases all the time. And uh, they had me do a statement. She came in and interviewed, and it, I mean, literally my, from the time this happened to the, my first interview with the, with the FBI, it was, it was probably an entire month. In, in my head, I was thinking, oh, this woman's going to get away with it. Yeah. And, 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 and um, but um, she, she interviewed me a month later, and, it wasn't until just um, about a week and a half ago, um, they, uh, I, I guess she got um, 
she's gotten served and you know she has a court date and you know she's going to do time i don't know how much time she's going to do wow wow Uh, but she'll she'll do some she'll do some serious time now let's talk about the impact to your business i i presume you you i would assume i couldn't trust anybody now i'd be so panicked i'd want to how how has your business changed how have you changed because of this you know it i i have always somewhat been a little bit you know when you're i've been in business for 20 years now and I'm probably that grouchy old man that doesn't trust anybody. Um, and, um, and you know, this is only going to make me worse. Right. Right. But in my business, you know, I'm in retail, so I'm getting, I'm getting stolen from each and every day, whether it's a shoplifter or an employee, um, you know, it's literally, I'm in court probably every other month with something that's happened. Oh Oh my God. uh, With, 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 with that. But it, it just comes with, you know, the nature of being in this type of business mm. where, you know, it tends to happen. Well, he, um, now, we've, we've changed a lot in terms of how we would prevent this in the future. I mean, there's really a, a probably a thousand different ways one could, could steal from, from uh, a company. And, you know, we often think as, as your payroll person could could that be that person? But you know, you never think about the the payroll company you pay every month would be the source of the theft. Never. Yeah. Never. And so you you know you have to look at you know everything in your business, um, that could possibly break or be compromised as a potential you know issue. Um, you know now we've we've gone through the effort of, you know we've obviously <laughs> we don't use that company huh. anymore. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> so. Um, so we have a new payroll services company, but, you know, there's always that fear that, you know, anything can happen, but you just have to be on your toes. Oh, my, I can imagine. Hey, I got to ask you, what's your impression about society now? I mean, if you're, if you have employees stealing from you, these other companies, I assume you're, you're a pretty jaded guy. I'm not too jaded. I mean, I, I, I still, I, I have other businesses that I, I jump into and I, I, and I look after and it, it, I don't really look at it that way. You know, if, as long as you have a good checks and balances system, you're going to catch these things as they happen. But I mean, you know, it, it's funny. We have security cameras in all of our stores and I'll, I'll never forget. Um, this is like, you know, probably five, 10 years ago. I had an employee that, you know, had this huge conversation. I said, well, there's cameras in the store. There's a camera. There's a camera. And literally the next week in front of the camera, she's stealing from the cash drawer. Mm. And it's like, did you not remember the camera that I talked huh. about? <laughs> like, I mean, they're not really not that, um, that smart. But you know what? What ends up happening is a lot. You know, people um, that are you know this this younger generation that maybe it's their first job or maybe it's their first time on their own, and that they 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 didn't get uh, taught really that you know some life events happen that that you could choose to make a really bad choice. Let's say, for instance, you're getting evicted mm-hmm. and you're standing there in the business and there's money in the drawer that could solve your pain, right? Yeah. The money in your drawer that could, that could make the landlord be happy and, right. and you don't get evicted. Well, what they're not thinking about, if they steal this, now they have a felony and the felony is going to affect their life forever. Right. Yeah. You know, the, the challenge with their landlord is just that moment in time and that will pass. 
And, you know, a lot, a lot of people just don't think that far in advance of the consequences of doing these types of things. Yeah. And how are you protecting your company? I mean, obviously you're keeping a close eye on everything in your day-to-day operations, but is there some type of like liability insurance that you take out or is that even possible in retail or how, what other precautions are you taking to prevent this? You know, mainly it's a process thing that was broken. You know, the process was, was, uh, was broken in terms of you know, we um, submitted an Excel spreadsheet and um, then she would input that into the system as payment when I wasn't looking at that actual report to make sure, all right, what did Joey get paid? You know, this, you know, he was supposed to get X and this is what he actually got paid. There was none of that happening. And, you know, it's amazing. These payroll companies, even this new payroll services that I just signed up with um, to switch to, and this is a very big payroll services company, does not allow you to export an Excel spreadsheet into the cloud to do payroll. You literally have to go to a web portal and enter that stuff by hand. Really? And this is a big payroll services company. And you're you're and, a pretty good size company. How many employees do you have? So we have 250. Oh, so you have to manually move over 250 people? Yes. Oh. Wow. Yes. Oh, my God. I will start a payroll service just to serve you. <laughs> and I promise I won't steal more than 10%. Maybe 12% steal. That's it. That's unbelievable. I tell me about it, and and so how many opportunities for errors can I have in a payroll? Yeah, uh, when someone's hand entering oh. stuff. You know, we used to have a sponsor. I could take care of this, but they're not going <laughs> to get mentioned because they left us. They abandoned us, Robert. And if Mike um, ever does start a payroll company to help you, he'll only have one or two fictitious employees. That's all. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mine will be Ronald McDonald. Wait, can you call it Mike's Payroll Services? Because that'd be easy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Mike's Payroll Services. We take our profit first. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so, and, and you've employed Profit First to some degree in your business too, right? I have attempted to. I have not gone through the, um, through the, all the mechanics to do that. We, 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 after I read your book, I created a couple of new bank accounts for particular things like our Christmas party and, and some initiatives that we have. Mm. Um, but I, I, I got to figure that model out for us. Well, I'm going to give you one little tip before we uh, depart ways. Um, you can set up a, maybe already have an employee pay account, right? That's for the payroll, but you can allocate prior to the payroll being processed, the exact estimated amount into that account and only give the payroll company access to that one account. And then if they make a request over that amount, that's a huge red flag. Why right. are they requesting more than, than cash available? So Profit First covers that too. Robert, uh, for all the folks listening, you know, from small business to big business, what advice can you share with people to prevent running into what you had to face? Uh, you know, just, just have a, you know, you have a, you gotta have a checks and balances. Um, and you know, um, I, I hear all the time, yeah, most of the embezzlement you hear about is, you know, Sally's been with the company, works her fanny off in the company, and she writes checks every month. And, you know, she's been creating, you know, fake, fictitious companies that she writes checks to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I have, al- I have always done is, you know, every single morning, we all have these routines that we go through, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I work out at five in the morning. Nice. You know, I, I have my cup of coffee and then I log into my bank account. And what am I looking at when I log into the bank account? I'm looking at checks that have cleared. Yep. A lot of these checks have been cleared. 
I didn't actually sign those checks. I had someone else sign those checks. So I'll literally look at those checks at that moment. And say, All right, you know, who is that? Um, was that supposed to happen or some random draft that came out of my account? I'll, I'll, I'll look at those, but you know, what I wasn't doing is looking at the right report. Um, and information is, is powerful. And sometimes, um, you know, I look at the, I, I look at what happened over the last three years of, you know, I had my head in the sand and just believed that we were doing the right thing. And sometimes, you know, you know, I would probably challenge your lis- listeners that, that, that pick three things in their business that they are, they're assuming are being done and pretend they're not mm. and go and see if they are actually being done. Mm. Um, so, you know, we may assume that Sally is, is writing uh, checks to the right uh, vendors, but who are those vendors? Um, who's who, what vendors are making the most money from you? You can easily do a report and find out, who, what vendors you pay the most to, and then question yourself: Why are you paying those vendors so much money? It could be legitimate things, but um, what could what could stand out and 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 help wake you up a little bit? I love it. The checks and balances. Yeah. Hey, Robert, why don't you give kind of the the one minute pitch on what your business does, and then where people can find out more about you? So, um, my uh, uh, my core business is uh, Callproof. It's it's an app for outside salespeople. So it's an online a tool for outside salespeople to use, salespeople to use on their mobile device to uh, track and report all their daily activities when it comes to selling. And where can they get? Where can people check out Callproof? So you can go to callproof.com, or uh, you can also uh, hit our blog at callproof.com forward slash blog. Unlike our guest from last week, Robert, you actually knew the website uh, you have. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our last guest, we said, so what's your website? He's like, um, I have one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but he didn't know. Robert, thanks so much for sharing the story. We wanted to share the other side of profitability. Yeah, thank you. And uh, that it took some courage to share that. Thank you so much. And we wish you the best of outcomes as you kind of see this through the final stages. Yeah, congratulations on taking thanks. that first step, man. And you, even though you didn't do all the bank accounts, you started. And that's, yeah, that's, that's cool the best too. part. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Wow. Does that, I mean, that takes courage. Uh, and when I was talking to Robert, we, you know, we, we connect offline. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll share the whole story. Because it, he's explained it's so important that people realize this happens. He, he never, ever expected it could have been him and then bamboozled. Never assume that everything is being done. Yeah, never. Uh, and, and you could be the next next one. And uh, it's not like you have to have armed guards. No. But your simple precautions you can take. I think this is a great story uh, of warning. And I'll tell you, he says, I'm kind of an old guy, a curmudge type. No. (laughs) No. So first of all, not a curmudge. He's like, yeah, no, people do this. It's cool. And uh, he likes to off-road, ski, do all these different things in Costa Rica. It doesn't sound like old curmudge. It sounds like uh, young, or at least young at heart, (laughs) nice guy. So, Well, in a second, we're going to discover and share what we learned. Yep. And we may have a little surprise. Uh, Chris may have to guess. Are you going to hum to me again? One more. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do one more hum along. (laughs) If if that doesn't work, that's out. It's no longer going to be a bit. Okay. Uh, But first, I want to thank our corporate partners, Chris, who make the show a reality. Oh, you know what? I just... um, No. No. Wow. I'll say their name, Chris. You give a sound effect, and then I'll explain what they do. Fundera. Fundera. All right, first the anchors. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first we'll do the anchors, and then we'll come back to Fundera. You know, Fundera, the anchors could have used them to build those massive <laughs> temples they were building. Yeah. You know, those pyramids they were building. 
I guess they're temples. They were, yes. but they are pyramid <laughs> pyramid shaped. The Incas, they, they used <laughs> hundreds of slaves. They could have gone to Fundera and said, "Hey, can we get a quick loan?" Fundera said, "Yeah, we'll hook you up. Don't worry about it." And uh, I want you to use those Aztecers over there instead of you Incas doing it. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I know. Oh, I know my Mexican Indian history. Um, and then there's Fundbox, Chris. A hundred and ninety percent. That's right. When they opened up their business, they were funding businesses at one hundred and ninety percent. That meant if you had some a client owed you ten thousand dollars, they would send you a check for nineteen thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. It didn't work so well. They went through the second iteration. They said, "We're just going to do a hundred percent funding." Can you use Fundera in like this type of situation with Robert? With you mean theft? Fundbox? Fundbox. I meant Fundbox. Yes. Uh, yeah, you're right. So if even Robert could use them if he had a cash flow problem where. He needed more funds. If people were not paying bills, mm. Fundbox would release the funds to him. Uh, and maybe even 190%. Huh. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Actually, ask him. Next time you call them, Fundbox, just say, hey, we like the 190% fulfillment offering <laughs> uh, we heard about on the Profit First podcast. What can you do about that? Yeah. All right, oh, next yeah. time he's... All right, that's right, Barry. Next time he's Nick Steva. Mm. Some people are smart. Yeah, and some aren't. <laughs> and some aren't. And if you're a dummy like me, you better get a Nextiva phone system because they work for dummies. I don't dummies. know. Listen, I don't know what I'm doing. So we just plug these things in. My daughter came in here and you're like, oh, we need the conference set up and we need to be able to do remote pickup when the phone rings somewhere. She's like, uh, where's the bathroom? Like, she has like no clue what's going on here. And within minutes, she had all the phones set up yeah. because Nextiva's support's that good. All right, receipt bank. Get all your receipts. Scientifical report from California was saying the same thing. <laughs> That's right, Barry. There was a huge scientifical report. <laughs> oh, I try to straight face that. Let me try one more time. There was a huge scientifical report done on Receipt Bank, and they noticed that most people either put their receipts in shoe boxes or they just give them to some inker walking by. <laughs> oh. oh, man. <laughs> well, Receipt Bank, you can now scan it in. And scientifically, uh, that's a more efficient way than using a receipt ba- the, a shoebox or an anchor <laughs> or an anchor. Barry, what do you think about zero? What? Hold on, I was going to play a negative one. Oh. Actually, there's a couple negative ones. Uh, yeah, give us a negative one. That's fine. Zero. That's frightening. Yeah, zero is a little frightening. You know what's so frightening about zero? It's frightening that you're not using it yet, Barry. If you were using it, you wouldn't be so scared. It's cloud accounting software. And it's the best because it was built on the cloud up. Super easy. Super easy. And the last company I want to talk about, but certainly not least, is Pause Your Life, Barry. And this makes no sense. Something from out of ancient times. Ancient times. times. Yep. Big mouth. Lots, Lots of teeth. teeth. <laughs> yeah. Barry, I'm with you. I'm even jumping on you a little bit because I get it. When I hear Pause Your Life, what do you think of? You think of something from ancient times and you think of these big teeth like, like like an Anthony Robbins kind of long toothy smile. Oh. <laughs> it's, but that's what you think when you hear Pause Your Life. Ironically, it has nothing to do with ancient times or big teeth. <laughs> that's right. And Barry- It's about taking- Yeah. Right. No, Barry, what do you think about this whole uh, segment when we're talking about the sponsors? <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> All right. So Pause Your Barry. Life. Correct, sir. We do, uh, it's a organization my wife and I started. We organize retreats and meetups when you need to hit that pause button and just, you know, change your- Hustle versus chill factor or yeah. whatever and, and really chill and get some creative uh, perspective on what you're doing and clear your head. Mm. And if you, listener, have a big mouth and huge teeth, <laughs> this this group is perfect for you because it's a collection of... <laughs> oh. uh, 
back oh. to that internet stuff there. <laughs> yeah, what about that internet stuff, Barry? <laughs> let's, God, let's talk about our takeaways now. Yeah, why don't why don't I go first? Because you I'm, do it, please okay. do it up. Yeah, I, I like to go first this time. Um, first of all. I wrote on the side, download a new sound effect called Squirrel. So that's a note to myself. <laughs> um, call the FBI. You know, uh, I wouldn't. That wouldn't be my first call. I'd call the police. But if if you have, if someone steals money from you, just because it's it's your business doesn't mean that's not a crime. It's right. you know something you don't handle. You get law enforcement involved. So that was kind of an aha. I'm thinking, oh, if someone stole money, we could reprimand that person. No, no, no. Get the FBI involved. So that was a big deal. Uh, the second thing is there's some lessons. Checks and balances. Check. He must have said. Roberts must have said a hundred times. Checks and balances. Checks and balances. Get two people that are not you know not comp- not working together. You don't want the collusion going on here. But have two people, perhaps including yourself, when it's the critical cash flow, knowing what's going on, and uh, make sure your vendor has E and O insurance. That's the last thing. The errors and emissions insurance. Oh, Chris, you're up. All right, I'm up. And just so you know, you listening right now, we want to know what you learned. You can go to ProfitFirstPodcast.com and type into the comments for this post. Ooh, that's this a good one. Episode 138. You can. We want to know what you Don't. learned. And you can have, <laughs> ask a question to Robert or Mike. I personally really like the way Robert has handled all this. I mean, when he was telling this story, I mean, Christina, you... You mentioned out loud that your stomach was in knots. You could hear yeah. the way he was yeah. breathing. That this is this is rough, man. This is like one of those oh. situations that'll just tear you up inside. And he was handling it really well. You know, my brother and now my other brother, uh, my brother Daryl, my other brother Daryl. They uh, they <laughs> run the family business in New Jersey. It's the Roofing and Siding Company. And let me tell you, dealing with homeowners with roofing and siding is it's crazy. It's nerve wracking. Shut. it's crazy you just want to tell homeowners to shut up sometimes but it takes a special kind of person to be able to handle that well and not be cynical and learn from the mistakes Mm. yes (laughs) 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 oh i didn't say that's right christine not to be cynical What, what do you got christina i have two things Systems and processes are essential to stay in control and monitor what's happening in your business. You need to keep yourself aware of what's going on no matter how big your company gets because you want to try and avoid what Robert went through. And also, I really love the tip that he gave. He said, pick three things in your business that you think are being done and stop and actually check if it's actually being done. Just kind of hold your employees accountable. Hold yourself accountable. You, you got the air horn for that one. That's a good point. Wow. I don't know why. It's not That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you're bigger doesn't mean you're better. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so go over. Oh, Christina, yeah. today, when we're, as soon as we're done taping this, go over to Obi-Ron Kenobi's desk and just yes. <laughs> check him out. Say, look, I want to look. I wanna, I'm going to double check you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know... Oh, that's you know what that sound means. What? It's time for the guess that song. I'm sorry, the interrupt. One last thing. <laughs> we okay, forgot. Chris, you ready? I'm ready. Go ahead. Do 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 do. Oh, I know it. Do do Yeah. I think right. Margaritaville. Margaritaville. Oh! Did you know that, Chris? Did you know that one? No, I didn't. Good job, Christina. Oh, good. Did you, <laughs> do you want to do one real quick? Oh gosh. Um. No. <laughs> I'll do an easy one good while you're home. thinking. <laughs> you you go, Chris. All right, it's your this turn. is an easy one though. Dun 
Smoke on the Water. Oh. Ooh. Hello. All right, that was it. Um, I don't know if we're going to do that bit anymore. I thought it was fun, but I don't know. <laughs> hey, listen, it's harder you, than you think. <laughs> it is harder than you think. If you like it, just post a comment and say, I love that. Or if you hate it, just say, for God's sake, Michalow, it's just- Shut up! <laughs> okay. Okay. And now I'm done. <laughs> oh, no, I love that Hagar. <laughs> Sammy Hagar. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we want to know what you learned. So go to the website, ProfitFirstPodcast.com. You can comment on this post. It's episode 138. We want to know what you learned. And if you have any questions for Robert or Mike, that'd be awesome. Every single episode we've ever done is on that web page. So feel free to browse mm. and to binge the two Bs. Binge. Yes. All right. Binge. A lot of our listeners binge listen. Yeah. Yeah. And you can supposedly some people are playing this now at two X, which is hard to believe. Like you. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. I listen to our own show. Yeah. My wife is like, why do you listen to your own show? I'm like, uh, so I can see how we're doing and improve it. Yeah. Well, and sometimes we get questions and like, hey, who did you talk to? And we learned right. about this. And I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> you listen to the show, right? I do. Yeah. yeah. I listen does to Alex, often. does your boyfriend listen to it? Not yet. He's okay. listened to like one episode. Do you ever listen to it, Chris? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Oh, good, good. I do, yeah. Right. I check in. I, we, three, we, just, we just earned ourselves three listeners. No, you know what oh. happens is I, I'll, I'll, I'll end up just randomly when I'm just with my wife, like in the kitchen or something. I'll just put it on, just to for fun, and then and our show is. I mean, I don't know. I think it's pretty funny actually. So we once I it mean, starts rolling, great. it's hard. It's almost yeah. hard to turn it off. <laughs> it's a little bit addictive. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's our time. That means we're up. That's my new signal, my new alarm. We got to we gotta get out of here, bro. That's right. And uh, what, do people know who who sponsors this entire show? It's Profit First Professionals, changing the world. Oh. Here's what I want you to do, listener. And you know I'm talking to you, Mr. Commando or Mrs. Commando. Oh, again? <laughs> yeah, well, that's your problem, not mine, Commando <laughs> Pants. Put your ear closer. To your headset. Push it in your ear a little closer. Closer. There! Oh! Ah, take that! You know why? Because you haven't gone to Profit First Professionals yet. Why haven't you? What do I need to do? Do I need to serenade you? Oh, did that last episode. Do I need to wine and dine you? Oh! Oh, I actually haven't done that. Okay, maybe I'll do that. Here's what you gotta do. Go to ProfitFirstProfessionals.com. Why? Because we have a gaggle of Profit First Professionals. 147 of members throughout the globe who are accountants, bookkeepers, and business coaches who specialize in the Profit First methodology. And they're fun people. And they will help grow your profitability. So here's what you do. Go to ProfitFirstProfessionals.com. Click on the Find button. Fill out the form. We'll hook you up with a Profit First Professional. Now, here's the deal, yo. If you haven't done it yet, what are you waiting for? Do it. Don't you want to be profitable? Don't you want to avoid these calamities? You know, our members, you know, Robert, the first person he went to was his accountant. Yes. They should have been. Maybe they are a profit first professional. I actually didn't ask him that. But that's your trusted advisor. Someone's going to help you navigate a situation like this. They should be navigating you to profitability too. So there you go. Do it now. Go, go, go. It's almost (laughs) like your little private own FBI profit agent in your corner. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I love that. I played some Eddie thanks, Van Halen Sammy. guitar too. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Oh, we are happy to have you here. We're happy to be part of your profit journey. Thanks again to our guests, Robert and Obi Ron Kenobi and Mike and Christina, everyone over there in the background at Profit Jack, First Professionals. Mo, Fireball. Oh, it's what we what, get some other people. Kravitz. What yeah, a squad. Know, next, next, 
hoodlum. Next time, yeah, the squad. <laughs> Next time, let's bring some of the squad in. Okay. I want Fireball on here. All right. All right. I want Haludge back. He's my favorite. We'll see you next week. And until then, may the prophet be with you and the crowd is getting up and, and getting crazy. Oh, Let's yes. do it. They Woo! love you. They love you. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Good night. No way. Oh, no. Ah. Oh, hold on. I'm fading. Oh, but I'm also fading the crowd. <laughs>